0: So, Mike, here you've written down pret crawl. Is this what you're planning to do over Christmas? <laughs> I don't I don't know why I even put this down. I just thought it
1: was funny. Like, a friend of mine took some time off work and he told me he was going on a pret crawl. And I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> you know, like when you're like a teenager or a student and you're like, let's go on a pub crawl or something. And then what's like the middle aged? Is it middle aged? Midlife crisis aged? I don't know. Late 30-something equivalent, you go on a Pret crawl. <laughs> it's what, like what, middle
0: class, middle aged. <laughs> middle what, are the, what, are the, what are the mechanics for a Pret crawl? You need to buy one item from each Pret.
1: Yeah, that's all I was saying to him. It's like, what, you're going to buy a different item until you run out of items? You're like, one of every sandwich. He's, you know Pret does a coffee subscription? Oh it does, yes. See so he's got he's got the pret coffee subscription. So I was like, are you gonna drink a coffee at every Pret you go to? It's gonna be like that Future Armor episode. You're gonna drink the hundredth coffee and then you're just gonna like warp speed home. What is the subscription is 120 coffees? Is it 120 coffees a month? It, is it? I, I thought it was unlimited coffees. Maybe there's a maybe there's a cap on it.
0: Oh there's a limit. There's...
1: Is there a limit? Okay. I think it's six. I mean the correct number of pret coffees the correct number of prep coffees to drink is zero because the pret <laughs> coffee is disgusting.
0: Yeah, there we go. That's it's what we're really swill. talking about. That's what we're that's really what talking we're really, about.
1: We're here for me to complain about the prep coffee.
0: Well, that's not. Pret
1: coffee is insipid brown water. It's just foul. The Pret tea is quite nice though. Wowie. Well, what do you think about Starbucks coffee? It's a again, it's it's not great. It depend I mean, if I go to Starbucks, usually I will either get a short black americano extra shot because then at least it tastes of coffee because you just put so much coffee into it that eventually it tastes of coffee or i'll get a drink that's basically a dessert i think the new drink in hong kong for this season is the cookie crunch sparkle latte or something it's like it's like <laughs> i you? don't even know what it, i've not haven't ordered one yet because it's too many it's too many carbs but it looks kind of... Well, actually, I can't even tell what the drink is. I assume the drink underneath is a latte. And then it seems to have, like, a swirl of whipped cream and sparkles on top. Honestly, it's quite enticing. I might get one. It, it looks like something a My Little Pony would drink.
0: Okay. I thought you added the sparkles just for effect, but it's really in the... <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of the drink. I, I probably got the name wrong, but it's, this, it's like some sparkly
1: multicolored latte. So yeah, so what, what? What? So what are the mechanics of the
0: Pret crawl? Did you find out?
1: I think literally that was it. It was just the idea of it being a pub crawl, but you just go to different Prets instead. Because you know, if you live in Central London as well, there's way more Prets than there are pubs. I think.
0: Whoa, I, that can't be the case.
1: There's so many Prets.
0: They're everywhere, man. There are many Prets. You could be McDonald's. There's so many.
1: Somebody... Yeah, it's just Pret crawl just sounds like Pub crawl. I just thought it was funny. No, it's quite funny. It's not that funny. But what I've learned is I will get you that Pret subscription when you move back. <laughs> Maybe the Pret coffee is better in the UK. I don't know. I just, I just had such a bad coffee recently from Pret because I, you know, I, I had to wait for a friend and they wanted to go to Pret, and so I went to Pret and got the coffee and it, it was just. It tasted of nothing. It tasted of like dust. That's pretty bad. Dust tastes quite bad. But you know like my coffee snobbery is not very high class coffee snobbery. I think if you're a proper coffee snob you're supposed to like light roast coffee. Like you know James Hoffman? You, you know you're aware of James Hoffman, I assume. No. Even if you don't watch him. He's he's some like massive coffee snob YouTuber. He is I think he's he must be a similar age to us. And He has just made this YouTube empire out of complaining about coffee on YouTube. I mean, he actually owns a coffee roastery. He's like a really hardcore coffee person. And he like literally wrote a book on coffee. But he's just like, oh, you want a light roast because then you're tasting the origin of the beans, not the roast. And I'm just like, no, I just want it roasted to f**k. Like, I want to taste the roast. You know, I like dark roast coffee. So
0: a proper coffee snob would like sneer at me and be like, oh, you like dark roast. I think you're not alone. I think what people want and what people should have in terms of coffee are are wildly different things. So those surveys never work when people ask, What kind of coffee do you want versus what coffee you really need? Because everyone's. Yeah, do you have milk with your coffee? No, I just have it black now. Dark roast, black. (laughs) Swear word. Hardcore. Yeah, I just
1: I just wanted to taste I wanted to taste really bitter like my soul.
0: I think it's a great time to move on. Yeah, let's go. Tell me about Mr Beast's Squid Game.
1: Yeah, I, where to even to start about this? Like it was just like everywhere for a little bit. I think I actually saw it not even on YouTube didn't even suggest it to me like i think youtube must have suggested it to like everyone but it didn't actually suggest it to me i saw it i think i actually saw it on the news here like i was i was in the lift going up and the you know the lifts in hong kong often have like TVs in them and i saw i think i saw a TV segment about this but it was all in cantonese but i went home and i googled it and then i watched it so, Mr. Beast, some huge YouTuber, basically recreated Squid Game, and it had like a hundred million views, probably more than that now. And then, also a few days later, Sam Barlow, who made her story, tweeted about it, like retweeted some tweet from Mr. Beast, basically saying like This tweet made me throw up in my mouth." It, and it's true. It's like it's, the tweet is just disgusting. The tweet is just like. Hey, look at the power of you know the creator industry. You know we had more views than Squid Game, and we made, made and we made more money than Squid Game in like a fraction of the time or something. And I was just like, wow, this is disgusting. Like the whole Mr. Beast thing is like, I'm not going to say it wasn't entertaining. I did watch the whole video, but then YouTube for days after kept suggesting me Mr. Beast videos, and I didn't watch them. So maybe they are also really entertaining, but just. From the thumbnail and the title, it just seemed disgusting from a social standpoint. Like, you haven't watched Squid Game, right? No. But the premise of Squid Game is basically a whole bunch of people play kind of, you know, they do demeaning tasks. They play games and they're risking their lives at the shot of some large sum of money. And that is what Mr. Beast Squid Game was about, you know, Beast Games. And that is also what basically every video on his channel seems to be, right? Like, Mr. Beast is like Squid Games in real life. Not just that Squid Games video, but like, he literally is like the Squid Games TV series in real life, except that nobody dies. Only their soul. To my knowledge. Maybe he's actually also into snuff or something. No, 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 that's a joke. That's a joke. No libel. But... Seriously, like what you were mentioning, there's one where they all have to put their hand on a car and the last one to take their hand off the car keeps the car.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: You know, it's like stuff like that. It's like disgusting. It's just like, oh, you poor people do this stupid thing so I can laugh at you.
0: Yeah. I wonder if I didn't watch the whole video. I couldn't bear it. But what are they doing? Once they need to go to the bathroom, just go on the spot. Maybe that he doesn't make them do that. I wouldn't be he surprised if he does. did.
1: He probably makes them drink he probably makes them drink loads of you know I bet he offers like free drinks in the lobby before the game starts, you know, just to make it more drama
0: filled when they wet themselves. And he offers food. And obviously when he offers food, people cheer with both hands and then they're out. Yeah.
1: It just seems so wrong. It really does seem like rich person makes poor people
0: debase themselves for money. But others will watch. Everyone will watch. I'll see you on there next year.
1: You'll see me on there next year. It's like, yeah. What's your background? I used to be a programmer, but now I'm poor because I spent all my money. I spent all my money on ludicrous lattes. I bought a three thousand dollar coffee grinder. No, no, I didn't. I wouldn't do that. I'm not actually James Hoffman. Do you talk about MTR trains? Yeah, I mean, it's just another weird one. It's it's a topical one, or at least it was a topical one last week when we were originally meant to record. If you live in Hong Kong, which only I do now, I don't know. Well, I don't know who's listening to this who lives in Hong Kong. From the statistics, not very many. Like maybe like single digit percent of people who listen to this podcast are actually in Hong Kong. Should probably do American stories instead. We can
0: tell everyone how it's all falling apart.
1: Well, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just so random. The doors fell off an MTR train. The MTR is basically the Hong Kong subway system. For people who don't know. And the doors just fell off a train, and it caused absolute chaos because obviously this happened during rush hour, and Hong Kong's rush hour is pretty extreme,
0: even in the pandemic.
1: Well, the thing is, like Hong, Kong, there's there's no cases in Hong Kong. There's no local cases in Hong Kong. There's a few imported cases, but you know there's the insane quarantine in Hong Kong too. So like, it's all kind of back to normal now in Hong Kong itself. So. Rush Hour in Hong Kong is like really extreme, everyone's really packed on, and the main train system that runs along Hong Kong Island, the island line, the doors fell off one of the trains, and so the entire island line was basically suspended, or at least on a section between two of the busiest stops.
0: Was the train moving at the time?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the train was moving. I think, it from what I understand, the train was pulling into the station. So it was moving, but it was going quite slowly. And... The story is that there's like these big advertising signboards, like video signboards now or something. And one of them had not been shut properly. And so it was like jutting out and it hit the train and the doors just like popped off. I don't even know. The whole thing sounds crazy. Obviously, I was not there. I just heard about this afterwards. But, but loads of people were tweeting or WhatsApping, you know, about this and going just like the doors fell off a train. It hit something. It
0: doesn't sound too bad. Too bad. Maybe it does.
1: I just. I can't believe the doors can just fall off a train. Like number one, the doors are usually flush against the train, so I don't even. I don't even understand how a signboard could knock the doors off.
0: It's not the real. It's not the real story.
1: And then yeah, and then number two, like they shouldn't just pop off. Like there's a short video showing it, and like the, the doors are literally just like completely missing. And like the problem was that like, apparently they couldn't find one of the doors, and that's why it was suspended for so long. Because they were like, we don't know where one of the doors is, so we can't restart the system. Wow. It's just, okay, the the main reason I thought about this was, you know, when you're on the MTR or the tube or whatever the subway system is near you, do you ever lean on the doors? I mean, they always say, don't lean on the doors. But like, let's face it, people lean on the doors, right? Like, I've not- leaned on the
0: doors. Is, I, I know I was... you
1: try not to, but you kind of end up doing it, right?
0: Yeah, but it's, the train is slowed when you lean on the doors, right? There's some like I, I think the train is slowed mechanism. when
1: you're when it's like pulling out. Yeah, yeah. But I think once it's going full tilt, like it, it won't stop if you're leaning on the doors.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it'll slow. Yeah,
1: I don't know. But I mean, now that I know the doors can just pop off, like. <laughs> That's a better reason to not lean on the doors. If they said, please don't lean on the doors because they might fall off, for sure you would not lean on the door. They should, they should say that now. Yeah, exactly. I would bet like compliance with not leaning on the doors in Hong Kong has gone up
0: like 10,000% <laughs> since the doors just fell off.